Lord led me to give a prophecy. I gave a prophecy and that was the vision of August 19. 2008. Before the global economic crisis came to the earth. And I remember when I was in Canada Toronto. Canada Toronto. 3 weeks from that prophecy. Majuma matatu tokea kwa huwa unabii. Is when all the global financial markets collapsed and crashed. Ndio wakati soko zote za kifedha ya ulimwengu yote ziliporomoka. And so I said. Na hivyo basi nikasema if you look at the prophecy that gave birth to that fulfillment ukiangalia unabii uliozalisha hayo matimilizo inside it ndani mwake is double tire ni hiyo two level is a two step kuna biwango biwili is talking about anazungumzia kuhusu and i'm reading the book of revelation chapter 6 verse 5 na mimi nasoma kitabu cha ufunuo wa yohana sura ya 6 mstari wa 5 only two verses mstari mbili tu 5 and 6 Mustari wa 5 na wa 6. He says, anasema, when the lamb opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, "Come." I looked and there before me was a black horse. Its rider was holding a pair of scales in his hand. Then I heard what sounded like a voice among the four living creatures saying, "A quart of wheat for a day's wages and three quarts of barley for a day's wages and do not damage the oil and the wine alipoivunja ile dakiri ya tatu nikamsikia yule kiumbe wa tatu mwenye uhai akisema njo nikatazama na mbele yangu walikuepo farasi mweusi yeye aliyempanda alikuwa na mizani mikononi mwake ndipo nikasikia kile kilichokuwa kama sauti katikati ya wale viumbe wane wenye uhai ikisema kipimo kimoja changano kwa mshahara wa kibarua wa siku moja vipimo vitatu vya shairi kwa mshahara wa kibarua wa siku moja lakini usiharibu mafuta na zaituni wala dipei thank you very much asante sana listen to this sikiza haya and i said nami nilisema that the lord in the spiritual realm ya kwamba bwana katika nyanja za kiroho in the spiritual sense katika nyanja ya kiroho was saying alikuwa akisema that there would be two types of churches ya kwamba kutakuwepo na aina mbili ya makanisa he was saying to the rider of the black horse alikuwa anamzungumzia mpandaji wa yule farasi mweusi that now i see you going out there ya kwamba sasa nakwenda ukienda kule nje but i just wanted you to know lakini nilitaka tu ujue that you are going to meet two types of churches down there ya kwamba unaenda kukutana na aina mbili ya makanisa kule nje and in that vision was the vision of the lord na katika hayo maono yalikuwa maono ya bwana i saw the black horse running all over the earth to the, all the nations nilimuona farasi mweusi akikimbia kote kote duniani mataifa yote listen to this sikiza haya And he was saying kisema, that when you go there kwamba kule and you find na upate a church kanisa that is in scarcity ambalo liko katika uhaba it lacks in the poverty liko katika upungufu it has nothing 
It is in desolation. A quart of wheat for a day's wage. Meaning, even the word is scarce. She is fulfilling Amos chapter 8. Verses 11 and 12. Where Jehovah says. In those days. I will send a famine. A famine not for bread. Not for food. But for hearing the words of God. A past. Not for water. But for hearing the word of God. And he said, if you find a church that is in desolation, where even the word is lacking, such that the preachers come here and can preach to you and teach you literally anything under the sun. They can teach about their wealth, about his wife's hair, about his suit, whatever. We have seen this. But he says, when you see that level of scarcity in a church, destroy it. The compassionate God saying destroy it. And he says, however, if you meet a church where the new oil is flowing, the miracles are happening where the power of that anointing is drawing the souls to holiness a church where the world is flourishing that church when you find her protect her why? That is the bride. That is the bride. Because Jesus himself, the Lord Jesus, when he was talking about the rapture, in Matthew 25, verses 1 to 13, he said, the same prophecy, he said, in those days, there would be two types of churches, one symbolized by the foolish virgin, and they will not have oil. And the other one symbolized by the wise virgins and they are carrying oil. God the Father is speaking Revelation chapter 6 about the oil and one church. And the Lord Jesus himself is talking about this very church carrying a jar of oil. Listen, precious people. And how will they know that you have visited us and you are now pleased with us and we have eaten from you. He's saying this past 
masters. In other words, he was saying that there will be two types of churches. One type of church living under the closed heavens. There is no revelation. There is no anointing. So they are faking miracles. The false prophets are feeding them on anything. You know when you are hungry, you can eat little anything. The false apostles are there. There is that church under closed heaven. But he said, in that same time, there will be another church under the open heaven. The church where heavens are open and the cloud has come down. The cloud has come down. And when he comes down, he starts to prepare things. Sanctify. Consecrate. And then decree. Holy ground. Holy ground. Sandals out. Sandals of immorality out. False prophets out. The sandals of the gospel of prosperity out. The gospel that lacks holiness. After that, holy people. After that, holy worship. After that, treasured possession. Meaning, God now deposits his treasure in that church. And that treasure, that treasure, what is that treasure? Holiness, right? Holiness is a treasure. But I can derive it for you differently. The reason he was saying Israel is a treasure to him is because he placed there a unique treasure. They are the only one that received his word and were aware of his requirements, his redemption, his salvation. So is the church. He says, and when you see a church operating in the oil and wine, meaning the Holy Spirit is flowing, the blind ones are seeing, the millions are out there receiving Jesus, the message is holiness. He said, when you see that church, then you should know the following, that that church, number one, is the bride. Number two, that church has been visited by the latter visitation. Hallelujah. That is where we had reached. 
from the book of Revelation chapter 6. Kutoka kitabu cha Ufunuo sura ya 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Kutoka wa Korintho wa pili sura ya 6. From verse 14 to verse 18. Mstari wa 14 hadi 18. He's speaking there. Anazungumza pale about this church. Husiana na hili kanisa of the latter glory. La utukufu wa nyakati ya mwisho. And he says. Naye anasema in that church there is no fellowship between believers and unbelievers unless you are leading them through repentance unless you are converting them for Jesus he is saying there is no fellowship in that church between light and darkness. But when I look at the church world over, and I've been around the world, I find that the church has mixed light plus darkness. Light plus darkness. And yet, I know that light plus darkness is always equal to darkness. When you take the blood of Jesus and you are sacrificing the blood of Jesus and then you add in a homosexual pastor Offering the sacrifice. It is always equal to darkness. You take the light and you add in lies. It is always equal to darkness. Did you understand? He says that this church, the church of this visitation, has illumination. It has light. And the light is not mixed with darkness. Hallelujah. He says that is the way you distinguish between those visited by this cloud and those not yet visited. You cannot say I am born again and you are wearing tight mini skirts whether in the church or outside. You cannot. He says there is only one way to Jerusalem. The new Jerusalem. That way is the highway of holiness. Hallelujah. You cannot say I am born again and yet you are lying and yet you are aborting oh yes today in the church the church 
that is under the closed heaven. You know the sheep are desperate. My child is deaf. Or is crippled. Or is blind. And sometimes mothers say, I can do anything to try to get help for my child. I was shocked. That sometimes the desolate church even consults with which doctors. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So today is really a day of repentance. Hallelujah. I want to handle something very critical. The visitation of the Godhead comes to the church for another purpose. That he may walk with his people. Listen to me carefully. In the book of Genesis chapter 3 verse 8 this is what he says. Genesis 3, 8. Adam and Eve. Adam Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord among the trees of the garden. Nipo yule mwanamume na mkewe waliposikia sauti ya Bwana Mungu alipokuwa akitembea bustanini wakati wa utulivu wa jioni wakajificha kutoka mbele za Bwana Mungu katikati ya miti ya bustani Everybody focus on me now Kila mtu nilenge sasa He's saying this Anasema hivi He's saying Anasema that if you look at the blueprint of the creation of the church. You will see the nature of our God. God created us. The church. With one desire. That as we walk in righteous obedience. Righteous obedience. Then he would walk with us. And as he walks with the church, if you look at that blueprint of creation, death was not in the equation. When you look at the blueprint of the creation of man, man was meant to walk with God in obedience. And death was not factored in until man disobeyed. That is when death came in because of disobedience of man. And to prove that to you, the Lord uses it now in Genesis chapter 5, verse 21 21-24 that you may know what the cloud has come to do. Genesis chapter 5 
verses 21 to verse 24. Pastors, today we will read the word. The word exposition. Sometimes you give comedy to your churches. But there's no no time for comedy, right? There is so much word to read. And prepare the bride, right? Genesis 5 is saying from 21 it says, When Enoch had lived 65 years, he became the father of Methuselah. And he says, and after he became the father of Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Enoch lived 365 years. Then he says, Enoch walked with God and he was no more because God took him away. Follow me carefully here. I need to summarize because of time. He's saying this. In the original blueprint of creation, you see that God intended that you and I, that the church, walk with Him in the cool of the day. And in so doing, there would be no death. Let me begin from there. Number two. Pastors, listen to this. This is powerful. If you read that Genesis chapter 5, you hear this. So and so lived so many years and then a beautiful ending and died. So and so lived so many years and then but when you come to Enoch he divides into two and he says and Enoch lived 65 years he lived after that it's like a second phase he says after that Enoch walked with God for 300 years listen precious people the scripture says so and so lived lived on the earth lived and died so and so lived and died. But when you come to Enoch, lived 65 years, put it aside, and then walked with God 300 years. And because he walked with God, he was no more. Because God took him away, raptured him, 
I'm going to explain. Ninaenda kuelezea. I'm going to explain. Ninaenda kueleza. If you read more about Enoch, I became interested. This is what he says. He says that actually Enoch, despite walking with God in faithfulness, he was known for two things. He was very faithful to the Lord. Number two, that he sought God on a daily basis. How can anybody do that? You are already walking with God. And then, now you are seeking Him more. Do you know the meaning of revival? When I go all over the earth and define revival, I always tell them, revival is simple. You can say, souls coming to the Lord. Or millions, multitude returning to the Lord. But for me, I have another definition. Extreme hunger for Christ. The more revival hits you, the more hungry you become for God. I understood Enoch. Seeking God. Walking with Him. Seeking Him more. The more He walks. Seeking much more. Until God said, Enough is enough. I take you. Did you understand? Why the cloud has come? He walked with Israel until they entered. May 4th, May 2013. May 5th. Then he jumped May 6th. And he spoke again on May 7th. Let me share the first two. He showed me the following vision. In that vision, this same glory, this cloud of glory, that I prophesied until it came. Until he came. Look at this. I was shocked because in that vision, this cloud came and it touched the earth, the soil. And everything became like snowfall. Snow had fallen. And I did not understand much. But it was really snow. The next day, he showed me the same cloud came from heaven and touched down was again like snow on the ground. You could see the borders of the road by snow white but border. The demarcations you can see. It was snow and then you like snow, the glory, like snow. And then when there is a, a, a hill, it goes like that. Very powerful. The next day, 
Siku nyingine. May 5th. May tano. So on this particular one. Hivyo basi katika hii haswa as everything was snow i could see the same cloud standing before me like this like a tornado like a funnel like this ningeweza kuona utukufu wa wingu la bwana uko mbele yangu kama tufani hivi but what i noted was this that there was another one like a funnel on top of that one ya kwamba kulikuwa nyingine kama tufani ilikuwa juu ya hiyo nyingine and another and another like a storage building na nyingine kama jengo la orofa and i was shocked because when i looked it went and connected into heaven now look at what happened on that one of may 5 then after a moment the cloud lifted and when i looked up i saw people in their glorious bodies being taken out by this glory <laughs> i said the reason the cloud of the glory of jehovah comes to the church you see his disposition for example you see you see when he visited abraham 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 was seated at the door we are going to read it now genesis 18 verse 20 22 sitting at the entrance to the tent and then alafu look what he saw he looked and saw three watatu three men watu watatu and he went there when he went alipoenda he realized This is the glory. Hii ni utukufu. This is the grand mega. Hii ni kubwa kabisa. This is the Lord. Huyu ni Bwana. Fell down. Akaanguka chini. Lord, Bwana, if this is you, ikiwa huyu ni wewe, and now you have come. Na sasa umekuja. Please do not pass your servant by. Alisema kwanza kabisa, tafadhali usimpite mtumishi wako. And that's why many pastors and bishops from other denominations have come here today wachungaji wengi na maaskofu kutoka madhebeu mengine wamekuja hapa leo hii they are saying wanasema that god jehovah you are talking about huyo mungu jehovah unayemzungumzia kumuhusu we also know him hata sisi pia tunamjua hata pia yeye pia ni mungu wetu and they have come to say na wamekuja kusema lord bwana if you have now come ikiwa sasa umekuja please tafadhali don't pass your servants by usipite watumishi wako we also sisi pia 
want the visitation. You cannot keep it in the box. Hawezi ukahifadhi kwenye box. I always tell Kenya. Kila wakati naiambia Kenya. That this visitation is bigger than Kenya. Ya kwamba mtembeleo huu ni mkubwa kuliko Kenya. For the entire body of Christ. Kwa mwili mzima wa Kristo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So listen. Kwa hivyo sikiza. He ran there. Alikimbia huko. Do not pass me by. Usinipite. Now that you've come. Kwamba sasa umekuja. And then when you read down, alafu unaposoma kuendelea chini, he begins to take care of him. Anaanza kumshughulikia. But what happens is this. Lakini kile kilichotendeka ndicho hiki. By the time they are leaving to Sodom and Gomorrah. Kwa wakati ule walikuwa wanaondoka kwenda Sodoma na Gomorrah. They remained. Walibaki wawili. The one that was seated this way where the glory was immense went back. Yule aliyekuwa ameketi mali utukufu ulikuwa mzito alirejea. And if you listen to the way before he went back the way he was talking with Abraham na ukisikiliza kabla areje jinsi ambavyo alikuwa akizungumza na Abrahamu you see the heart of god unaona moyo wa Mungu and is longing to walk with man na tamanyo lake la kutembea na mwanadamu and relate with him at this level na kuhusiana pamoja naye katika kiwango hiki to come to israel akuje kwa israeli and live in a physical human pen na aishi katika hema na kiasilia na kibinadamu a human pen hema na kibinadamu the god of heaven mungu wa mbinguni and then to observe a pilgrimage with them walk with them alafu aweze kuondoka na wao kuwa na safari ya kuondoka na wao until the end hadi waingie and here na hapa is telling abraham anamwambia abrahamu ah uh, i have heard nimesikia i've received quite a lot of complaints nimepokea malalamishi mengi about the genocide kuhusu mauaji ya halaiki and the perpetrations na mateso that have been committed in Sodom and Gomorrah. And he says, anasema, the way he speaks. Jinsi anavyonena. You think he does not see. Unafikiria kana kwamba haoni. He says, anasema, and I've come na nimekuja because of the level of complaints. Kwa sababu ya kiwango cha malalamishi. I have come nimekuja but I have come to discover, to probe, to investigate. Nimekuja kuchunguza on a fact finding mission ya katika misheni ya kutafuta kujua that if i will find out ya kwamba ikiwa nitapata that the level of perpetration of sin ya kwamba kiwango cha uasi the level of abuses that have been committed kiwango cha matusi ambayo imefanywa is equal to the level of complaints inatoshana na kiwango cha malalamishi then i will know what to do basi mimi nitajua lipi la kufanya look at that conversation tazama hayo majadiliano between god kati ya mungu who sees everything ambaye anaona kila kitu He's now talking with men as though he has not seen what's going on there. Sasa anazungumza na mwanadamu kana kwamba hajaona kile ambacho kinaendelea kule. He loves to walk with men. Anapenda kutembea na mwanadamu. He loves to relate with men. Anapenda kuhusiana na mwanadamu. Precious people. Watu wa dhamani. I have seen this glory lift. Nimeona utukufu huu ukiondoka. The Lord is saying. Bwana anasema. He has come to walk with the church. Amekuja kutembea na kanisa. Until she enters. Hadi aingie. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Leviticus 24. Mambo ya Walawishi 24. This is wonderful. Mstari wa kwanza hadi wa 4. He says, Anasema, The Lord said to Moses, 
Command the Israelites to bring you clear oil of pressed olives for the light so that the lamps may be kept burning continually. Waginze wa Israeli wakuletee mafuta safi yaliyokamuliwa ya zaituni kwa ajili ya mwanga ili kwamba taa ziwe zinawaka mfululizo. Outside the curtain of the testimony in the tent of meeting Aaron is to tend the lamps before the Lord from evening till morning continually nje ya pazia la ushuhuda ndani ya hema la kukutania aroni ataziwasha taa mbele za bwana kuanzia jioni hadi asubuhi kwa mfululizo this is to be a lasting ordinance for the generations to come the lamps on the pure gold lamp stand before the lord must be tended continually hili litakuwa agizo la kudumu kwa vizazi vijavyo taa zilizo juu ya kinara cha dhahabu safi mbele za bwana lazima zihudumiwe mfululizo listen to me precious people nisikize watu wa thamani even jesus said hata yesu alisema i am the light of the world mimi ni nuru ya ulimwengu whosoever walketh with me yeyote atembeaye na mimi cannot walk in darkness hawezi akatembea katu katika giza tena but will walk in light lakini atatembea katika nuru this is what the glory of god brings to the church hiki ndicho utukufu wa mungu unaleta kwa kanisa he brings the new oil of the latter anointing to the church analeta mafuta mapya ya upako wa nyakati za mwisho kwa kanisa and that oil na hayo mafuta so precious and pure ni ya thamani na ni safi it's different from the others ni tofauti na nyingine you know what the bible already says about the latter anointing unajua tayari kile ambacho bila imesema kuhusu upako wa nyakati za mwisho the power is greater nguvu ni kubwa the authority is greater mamlaka ni makubwa its holiness is greater utakatifu wake and everything about the latter rain is bigger na kila kitu kusumbua nyakati ya mwisho ni kubwa but look at this now lakini tazama hii sasa Aaron was being instructed by Moses Aruni alikuwa naagizwa na Musa based on the instruction of the Lord kuzingatia maagizo ya Bwana that now ya kwamba sasa the Israelites should bring a different type of oil Israeli lazima walete aina tofauti ya mafuta because it was already evening because he said from evening till morning so it was already evening time kwa sababu ilikuwa wakati wa jioni maana anasema tangia jioni hadi asubuhi the clear oil of pressed olives mafuta safi ya zaituni iliyokamuliwa is different ni tofauti from all the other oils of olive kutokana na mafuta mengine ya mzaituni the clear oil of pressed olives mafuta safi ya zaituni iliyokamuliwa that is talking about here ambayo anazungumzia hapa it comes from picking green green not ripe green inatokana na kuchukua ile zaituni ya kijani kibichi sio ambayo imeiva the olive oil you see in the supermarkets here ile mafuta ya zaituni mnayoona kwenye maduka makuu hapa they are gotten from ripe olives not green inapatikana kwenye ile zaituni ambayo imeiva and when you burn that oil of that from ripe olives na wakati unateketeza unachoma hayo mafuta ya zaituni kutoka zaituni iliyoiva it burns inateketea but with soot with some little smoke around the flame lakini ikiwa na moshi moshi kwa ile miali ya moto but if you get the oil from the green olives lakini, you press them 
lakini ukipata mafuta kutoka zaituni mbichi it, ya kijani kibichi alafu uikamue it is more difficult to extract that oil ni ngumu zaidi kupata hayo mafuta the oil from the green olives mafuta kutoka kwa zaituni ya kijani kibichi but when you get it lakini utakapoipata it is not yellowish gold hiyo si ya manjano kama dhahabu it is pure clear iko nyeupe kabisa safi and, and when you light it na wakati unaiwasha it burns like a bunsen burner inateketea vizuri it burns like gas Inateke... gas clear clear flame no smoke Ina... no soot inawasha moto mzuri kama wagezi hakuna moshi because of the time kwa sababu ya wakati they had entered in walikuwa wameingia ndani from evening Now it's moving to morning. It's evening until morning. Kutoka jioni hadi asubuhi sasa ilikuwa jioni. Aaron was being commanded by God. Aruni alikuwa anamrishwa na Mungu to burn this clear oil of pressed olives. Aweze kuteketeza haya mafuta ya zaituni iliyokamliwa vizuri. It is also called the virgin oil of pressed olives. Pia inaitwa mafuta ya bikira kutoka miti ya mizaituni. And so when you burn it, basi unapoiteketeza, it is clear. Iko safi. So he was saying, because the evening has come kwa sababu jioni ilikuwa imefika and darkness has begun to enter into the inner chambers of the house of the lord na giza lilikuwa limeanza kuingia katika nyumba za ndani za nyumba ya bwana tell aaron mwambie aruni to burn the lamps aweze kuziwasha taa with oil na mafuta this clear oil of pressed olives mafuta haya safi ya zaituni iliyokamliwa and keep the lamps burning na aziendeleze taa zikiwaka from evening till morning kuanzia jioni hadi asubuhi continually kuendelea in other words bend the lamp kwa maneno mengine kushughulikia taa checking it kuchunguza and seeing the oil is going down na kuona mafuta yanateremka chini add oil na unaongeza mafuta so that there is constant light in the house of the lord katika nyumba ya bwana and he saying naye anasema from that alone kutokea hiyo pekee you can see the nature of our god unaweza ukaona asili ya mungu wetu our god mungu wetu is the god that hates darkness ni mungu achukiaye giza he is the god that loves light ni mungu apendaye nuru he is the god of light yeye ni mungu wa mwangaza even the church hata kanisa the cloud of the glory of god wingu la utukufu wa mungu has brought this fresh anointing limeleta mafuta haya mabichi of clear oil ya zaituni safi from virgin olives kutoka kwa zaituni bikira that now you and i ya kwamba wewe na mimi sasa who have sat under this anointing of the cloud ambao tumeketi chini ya upako huu wa wingu we may tap on that oil tukaweze kuchukua hayo mafuta and keep the lamp of god burning na kuziendelesha taa za mungu zikiwaka in the house of the lord katika nyumba ya mungu continually kuendelea until morning comes hadi asubuhi itakapowasili that is the reason hiyo ndio sababu that the glory has come ya kwamba utukufu umekuja he has brought the fresh oil ameleta mafuta mabichi that now the pastors ya kwamba sasa wachungaji may keep the lamp burning wakaziendeleze taa zikiwaka because we have entered the evening time kwa sababu tumeingia majira ya jioni that there may be light ya kwamba kukuwepo na nuru continually kwa kuendelea in the house of the lord katika nyumba ya bwana but when you look at the church of christ in kenya 
Lakini unapoleza zama kanisa la Kristo hapa Kenya. You find unapata that the lamp of God ya kwamba taa ya Mungu already went off. Tayari ilizima. And there is darkness na kuna giza in the inner chambers katika nyumba za ndani of the house of the Lord. Ya nyumba ya Bwana. If you look at the church in Austin, Texas. Ikiwa utaangalia kanisa kule Austin, Texas. Or in Finland. Ama Finland. Philippines. Kule Ufilipino. China. China. Brazil. Brazil. You find the same. Unapata vipyo hivyo. The darkness ya kwamba giza has now entered the house of the Lord. Zalimeingia katika nyumba ya Bwana. So the glory of God. Hivyo utukufu wa Mungu. Also comes. Pia unakuja. To illuminate the light of God ili kuangaza nuru ya Mungu and kiss away na kufukuza the darkness giza from the house of Jehovah kutoka katika nyumba ya Yehova and we know what darkness is in the house na tunajua giza lipi ambalo liko katika nyumba we know the definition of the darkness tunajua maelezo ya giza ambayo iko from pornography kutoka kuangalia filamu za watu walio kwa kupenda pesa Isaiah the prophet Isaiah nabi another point Why the cloud of God's glory comes to the church? Let me say this. I am glad that the Lord visited here. I'm glad. I will tell you why. Because Sometimes I wonder. Such a powerful message. Ujumbe wa nguvu kama huu. Such a treasured message. Ujumbe mwenye kudhaminiwa kama huu. If he had visited Tulsa, Oklahoma. Ikiwa angetembelea Tulsa, Oklahoma. How much money would we have needed to pay as seed? Tungehitaji pesa kiasi gani kulipa kama mbegu? in order to go and attend the conference there or how much seed would you have needed or conference registration fees and if you want to go there and greet the man of god you need a special seed uh, something like $10,000 in your hands unahitaji mbegu specially maalum kama dola 10000 mkononi mwako god is good mungu ni mwema what he did kile alichofanya he gave this message alipeana ujumbe huu to the rural preacher kwa mhubiri wa vijijini evangel rural mhubiri wa vijijini the preacher that comes to all the rural places there are the preachers wengine they are private jets you have to fuel it money down sometimes when i give this message i, I am astounded at the love of god if it is and is being given for free the widow can afford the sick can afford the villager can afford the orphans can afford the rich can afford surely the messiah is coming and everybody is invited hallelujah hallelujah isaiah 
Isaiah. Isaiah saw this glory. Isaiah and he brings a message to the church. When Isaiah saw this message, what is the objective? The purpose that Isaiah in his holy oracles, in his holy manuscripts, what is the object, the purpose that he attaches to this visitation? Turn with me to Isaiah 26. Isaiah 26, real first. You take it, preach it to your church, they will all enter. Oh yes. Isaiah 26, verses 19 to 21. He says, But your dead will live, their bodies will rise. You who dwell in the dust, wake up and shout for joy. And he says, your dew is like the dew of the morning. The earth will give birth to her dead. Lakini wafuenu wataishi, mili yao itafufuka. Ninyi mnaukaka tika mabumbi. Amkeni mkapike kelele kwa furaha. Umande wenu ni kama umande wa asubui. Dunia itawaza wafu wake. When Isaiah saw this visitation, wakati Isaiah liona mtembeleo huu, Isaiah calls it the morning dew. Isaiah nawita umande wa asubui. Morning dew. Umande wa asubui. Why? Kwa nini? Because if I understand right, kwa sababu ikiwa nailewa piema, the morning dew, umande wa asubui, normally comes about 9 p.m., 10 p.m., 11 p.m. Kwa kawaida uja saa tatu, saa nene, saa tano, saa uchiku. Do prepare for the morning. Kuandaa kwa ajili ya asubui. And Isaiah sees, na Isaiah naona, that this dew, ya kwamba umande huu, is like morning. In other words, morning mist. Let me explain before we move on. By Isaiah classifying this anointing as morning dew. In other words, Isaiah is saying, he is saying that he has seen two dispensations in this conversation. Because he says, shout for joy for your dew that has arrived is as fresh as the dew of the morning is as fresh as new as the dew of the morning. So Isaiah for him to announce that they should now jump up and celebrate because their dew has arrived and it is as fresh as the dew of the morning. Then Isaiah must have seen the dispensation of closed heaven and waiting for a long time. Waiting waiting in expectation and anticipation and saying but it was promised I am convinced we must continue to wait and then when it arrives he said now shout 
for joy. For your dew has arrived. And it is as fresh as the dew of the morning. And by dew of the morning, Isaiah means the following. He is saying that as fresh as it is, this visitation, it is also short lived. The morning dew normally stays for a short time. When the morning comes, gone. So you need to find the purpose of this visitation and use it to do it quickly. It is short lived. No wonder I have seen the vision of the lifting of this cloud. Can I move to the next point? Verse 20, Isaiah assigns the purpose. And he says, Go my people, enter your rooms, and shut the doors behind you, hide yourselves for a little while, until his wrath has passed by. When Jesus was talking about rapture in John chapter 14 verses 1 to 3 he said do not let your hearts be troubled trust in God trust also in me and he said I am going to my father's place and in my father's house there are many rooms and if I go there I go to prepare a place for you. And he says, if I go there to prepare a place for you, then I will be back. I will come back and take you that you also may be where I am. And he said, you know the way to where I am going. That is the rapture of the church. Now you can see the rooms Isaiah saw, the my people entering, the treasure, the my elect entering. Now you can see the room. Isaiah sees the glory coming. Then he says, Go my people. Enter your rooms. And he says, Shut the doors behind you. Meaning Isaiah is saying, like it was during the time of Noah. So will it be at the coming of the Messiah. The time of Noah. People did not like righteousness. They did not want holiness. They did not take heed of the warning. Until the day. When the door was shut. In other words. 
Isaiah is saying that when you see this morning dew arrive, it should act to you as an announcement that the door is about to be shut. Everybody get up. The glory is here. You have sat under the glory of the Lord. Everybody must leave this place with the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I have decreed. I have decreed with my prophetic tongue. Let us all go back to the Lord right away. The precious Jesus. I repent today and return to you with my ministry and ask you for holiness and ask you for renewal, for anointing and fire and use me to prepare the holy bride for the coming of the Messiah. Today, we return to you as Lord and Savior. Amen. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.